And away we go! This is the Halloween episode! Any questions? Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Relatively Subjective. I'm George. And I'm David. And we're cousins and we have subjective opinions on movie-related things. Yeah, this is how we call Relatively Subjective. Even though today we're not really talking about any movies, we're talking about... We're talking about horror movies. Horror movies. <laughs> We're talking about our horror movies. Yes. If you so, remember from last year. Literally. Which, exactly, to the day we uploaded the episode, day. we talked about a few episodes, a few movies that we'd like to see happen in the horror genre, whether it be a remake, sequel, or a completely an idea, new idea of our own. Um, I will say that I'm not as prepared as last time. <laughs> Are you as prepared as last I have, time? I have one solid idea. Nice. And then... No other side idea. <laughs> so is this going to be more of a spitballing episode than pitching each other Which movie ideas? we know you like. Yeah. So you're you, welcome in advance. We spitball all the time because we never know what we're talking about. Uh, but today, we still don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> and uh, so I guess we'll just get right into it. Or unless you want to talk about anything you've been watching. Um... No, I think I talked about everything I've been talking about or I've been watching in the last, last episode. episode. Okay, cool. So then let's get right into it because I haven't been watching much either. All right. All right, you can go first since you have the big idea. Uh, yeah, so if I don't know if any of y'all remember the episode last year, of course which you should go listen to right now before we finish this one. Uh, one of the episodes, so one of the things that we talked about was The Curse of La Llorona. Yeah. Uh, which actually did become a movie. And we saw which it and we reviewed awful, it. On which this you podcast. should listen to. Don't watch it. Listen to the review. You'll thank us later. We are hilarious. Yes. Uh, and that was one of the movies I was actually excited about because of the, uh, uh, like, generational and cultural, cultural. um, Significance. Significance it has to our to our life. So I kind of took a page from that, and I didn't specifically talk. I, I don't have the second idea. Isn't specifically about La Llorona, but it is a, it is a horror movie about brujería. Oh. So this also. So I also talked about La Llorona last time because my mom told me a story about La Llorona. Yeah. So now this also prefaces with a story from my mom. You should because just make a bunch of movies that's from your ghost exactly stories. That's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> so my mom has so many stories. My mom is my mom. It's true. <laughs> and she <laughs> that I've is seen true. it. Yeah, I know firsthand. Uh, so she she was born and raised in Mexico. She was uh, in the, the state of Jalisco. She was moved around in a lot, but she settled in Guadalajara uh, in Jalisco, the state. And she, a lot of shit has happened to her, apparently. Uh, and she always comes back to me for certain stories of her childhood, of her past, and from her family. Uh, so one of the things that she told me about was, so like you know how there's always that thing about how like feeling spirits or seeing things or whatever skips it's, a generation. Yeah. So one of the things that my mom talked to me about was that she got her quote-unquote gift from her grandma. Uh-huh. So even when we talked about last time her experience with La Llorona, it was her grandma that quote unquote saved her from her soul soul being stolen. So in my mind and in the stories that I've heard from my mother, our grandmother was a witch basically. Oh. Like she had this she had this gift to see spirits, commune with spirits, and then also like shoot psionic them. 
powers out of her hands. She was a superhero, oh people. My God. She was the best superhero. I knew it. Um, <clears throat> no. So, so she. She could yell at them. You she think? she berated them. Yeah. Okay. So in if you don't remember, I'm gonna backtrack to last year and briefly go over the La Llorona story. My mom was really young. My grand my great grandmother pulled her away from her seat. La Llorona came down out of nowhere, tried to snatch my mom's soul, and my great grandma was just like, "Get the fuck out of here, bitch!" Yeah. And she flew away in nice. in not so many words. Um, she said it in English and everything. She said it in English with exactly here, exactly bitch. that uh, inflection That's and an everything. Ancient curse <laughs> that you yell at the exactly. So <clears throat> so my next idea for a fun, culturally appropriate Latin American movie would be in the indigenous peoples of Mexico's version of witchcraft. Okay, uh, and how I envision it is. It would be, I don't know if I want to do two movies with one set in the past and one set now, or just have one movie kind of like half set in the past with flashbacks and then bring, brought to now. Um, but there's a bunch of cultures that were passed down, obviously, in Central America. You got you have too many for me to even count, but the main ones that you know are the Mayas, the in, in, Incas, and the Aztecs. And there's, you know, there's also... The Taino that was more Caribbean, yeah. Uh, but they got dad's people. they all got wiped out. Yeah, or yeah, all of them. Yeah. Uh, so one of the one of the things that I wanted to bring down was kind of how like I kind of see it in my head like the movie starts with a sacrifice to the gods. Yeah. So like you're in like the ancient pyramids and like at the very top is this like virgin woman screaming against chains and there's this high priest who just like drives the knife into her chest rips it open pulls out her heart and like offers it to the sun god uh but one of the things i want to twist is that instead of sacrificing it to the sun god what they're actually really doing is the sun god doesn't exist the real entity is just demons it's just like you know their version of all the different gods and, and stuff uh, was, turns out to just turns be out to be just this one. I don't, I don't want to make it religious too much because I want to take it away from like hell and heaven and God and dit and devil yeah. and make it more of like the indigenous people's religion uh-huh. version of it. Uh, so it's basically just like a dark trickster trickster demon god who shapeshifts into different versions of what these people think as gods. Okay. So, like, he turns into what the sun god is, what Tenochtitlan or whatever his name no, is. that was the name of the capital. That was the name of the um, capital. Hunhunapu. I think that's, that's an actual god. <laughs> I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'm drawing you... from my one Mesoamerica course in college <laughs> way back when. Uh, so, I'm looking up Aztec god of the sun. Oh, it's Huitzilpochtli. Cool. If I, I doubt that's how you say it. But so the, he shapes. So in, in the past, you'll see him like as this dark shadow. But like on the writings on the wall, he'll shapeshift into like the god with the big, you know, eagle head. And then he'll turn into the jaguar god and whatever. And then he'll like go up the stairs and he'll like take the uh, heart out of the guy's hands and then like rip it and then like take it into the uh-huh. earth or whatever. Uh, so like that's how it kind of like starts. So that's like, more like the background yeah, of the yeah. curse that we're gonna see. Pretty later much, yeah. On in- uh, so then this woman, 
Is this taking place in modern times? Or well, so this scene specifically about. Yeah. No, I'm saying like the movie will be taking place in modern uh, times. Or? I I, I kind of want to. Well, I'm, I the only reason why I'm envisioning it like in like the 60s or 70s is because I'm envisioning my great grandma being yeah. the witch. But I feel like it could just as easily be in the 90s or thousands. Well, I, I think that it would benefit from being in the 60s or 70s. Yeah. Like we talked about when we were talking about La Llorona, mm-hmm. the best Technology thing they could have done was. Keep it, Keep in, it the in the 80s. past yeah. because which is what it they takes did, even though it that. wasn't that right. It wasn't good, but, but you make <clears throat> you make this one good. And Thanks. Then it's six yeah, years. I'm gonna try. Okay. Uh, so so I mean, I haven't done too much research on the indigenous peoples' versions of their religion, uh-huh. uh, just honestly because there was a lot. Yeah. Um, and also the all those races and all those cultures did exist at different points in history. Yeah. So you know, the Aztecs specifically. Uh, only survived between 1300 and 1521. Yeah. So, like, I kind of want to even go further, be- like, before that and, and kind of say that this has been an evil power that has been existing on Earth since the creation of human beings yeah. or the creation of the world itself. Um, so, anyway, the woman whose heart got taken out, she doesn't die. She's living as a human being without a heart and they like they apparently have like a so basically she was a concubine for whoever was in charge and they like throw her into a pit and she's still alive through the graces of the demon gods like she prays to obviously the sun god to not have her die but obviously the, the prayer gets answered by the demon guy uh-huh. so he's still alive which is how she's able to proliferate and she gets raped by a dude and then her daughter then again grows up and then she dies and then she does she can't see anything because she's just like a, a child but when she grows up and she has a daughter that daughter because it skips a generation can see the demon in all of its forms uh-huh. so that explains how it like it you skips can, a generation it skips a generation and you can like see like she sees like not ghosts and spirits but like the ancient interpretation of this demon god shifting forms into trying to be uh, a god trying to be uh, praised and w- prayed to because that's how he gains power. Okay. And then to be able to gain more power, he as you know ages as the time passes, he be he be he's able to shape shift into different things. So he's able to shape shift into the Christian god. He's able to shape shift into the Egyptian gods. He's able to shape shift into uh, like uh, and then obviously when he comes more modern, he's able to shift shift into like ghosts. Like people are scared of ghosts, so that's what he becomes, so that uh-huh. he, people can like try to. Get, like yeah. you know use their ancient religious powers to try to fight him and he's just like ha ha foolish mortals you can't do this uh-huh. so then eventually it gets up to the main character and in my head it's my great grandma uh, and she's like she actually like is steeped in the legend like she's like throughout her history like all of her family has been shunned by like society she's like there's the weird one in the town like so you know she's the her. one that embraces the... so she's the one that's just like I'm a witch and I'm going to fuck shit up. Like, I, yeah. I want to embrace my own brujeria. So she's going to go back, like, not so much to her roots, but she's going to do her studying. So she's, like, she's I want, like she's probably, like, a normal-looking woman, but she just is so much into everything. She doesn't take humanity at its... Like, everyone is focused on, obviously, like, the outside. So, like, uh-huh. her hair isn't combed. Like, she doesn't cut her nails. Like, she, like, looks dirty, even though she's conventionally beautiful. Uh-huh. She just hides it under dirt and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> not, literal, and not, shit. not literal shit. She's just, like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that she can do is, obviously, because she draws power from this demon god, she's able to not shapeshift, but 
skews skew people's vision of what she is. Okay. So like as long as she's holding on to this one amulet or whatever that's been, you know, that she has blessed whatever, she can look like a normal human with like combed hair and like whatever. Um, but she just goes into whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so then the horror, quote unquote, starts when she's she's trying to um, proliferate. She wants a child uh-huh. uh, so that her bloodline can continue. Uh, so to do that, obviously, she needs to start tricking men. So she puts little like amulets, like she she'll uh, uh, abd- abduct men and try to like have sex with them. Uh, and then I don't know if you've ever seen this, but like she can cut out a piece of your skin and make a little like a um, like a hair locket out of her own hair and of the guy's skin, and she puts it on a door, and that's like an evil marker. I've never heard no? that in my life. So, <laughs> so that's a thing that happened. Okay. It, it actually happened in uh, that Netflix show I talked about with the writer Marianne. Ah. So they did that in that, and I really like that because it's super creepy and gross. Uh-huh. So I want to bring that back. Uh, but again, I would I would research different versions. So of, like, our great grandmother mo- is the the villain in this, or she's like the the horror, like, like I'm I'm trying to figure. She's out. She's the bad guy. She's the bad guy. Yeah. So who are we following in this? Are so we we're so we're so she is the bad guy, and she's trying to like gain all these people, uh, and like you know trick them whatever. And so what we're gonna have is actually one of the men that she's going to try and get try and get is actually going to be not we're not going to like discuss this like super specifically but it's a technically a blood relative of hers oh so like she doesn't know that he's related to her she he doesn't know that he's related he she doesn't know that he's related to her he doesn't know she's related to him but there is some blood tie because when he she tries to trick him into being with her he actually sees her for what she is so she he can see through the veil of darkness basically so he's she's trying to like use blood magic to try to get him and he's just like freaking out at all the things that are happening um and then eventually what does end up happening is he does eventually impregnate her but what he does is he steals the child away from her after she gets after she delivers the baby kills her and then tries to raise the daughter as his own uh, so that would have be the end of the movie. But then obviously we realize that you know the blood is still in there, and not only is the blood still in there, the blood is stronger now because they're related. So now not not this girl, but the girl's like uh-huh. offspring, which is our my mom, you know, yeah. is gonna have like even more of a power. So then like what happens next? Interesting, interesting. Huh. I like yeah. I like the aspect of the of the trickster god. I like the aspect of um. I always love it when religion is used as sort of a facade for something that we don't understand. Yeah. Like whenever anyone talks about ghosts or spirits and they try to explain it in like a religious term, a religious term or in a scientific term, I always love it when it turns out that it's actually neither yeah. and it's not something that's easily explained or not, not something that we have. An it's idea. not black and white. It, yeah. We don't know what it is and it's not any of these things. Um, so I like that aspect of it. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to see like how they're related to each other, but like maybe there was like a tangent yeah, in a the split. family tree yeah. at one point, and um, that's why they're not technically they're like related. They're but, like, very, very, very distantly, distantly related, related yeah. and they have the same like entity inside yeah. of them. Um, would like. She would like most of the movie just be her like trying to get people 
or like well yeah so she would her relationship she would be, with the, the guy that she well she up. would be so like i you know the first kind of maybe one third of the movie is explanation so obviously uh-huh. you have the back you have the, like the really far back flashback uh-huh. and then you have her like she's like the dark entity in the corner and like you could even like have her create some spells in whatever town she's in and obviously she's the house that's like the furthest away from the village and like nobody talks to her and you could even have like some kids like yo you know, if you ring the doorbell on her you know whatever you're you're super strong or whatever yeah. you know like some some like some, fable in the town yeah. you know like Haunted that's where house. the wish yeah, uh-huh. that's where the witch is you know knock on her door three times and she'll appear or something yeah. like that and that's how we start it and one of the kids actually gets abducted yeah. and then that's how he she's able to proliferate her spells like she can cut off the skin of this young man and then that's how she marks the men that she's going to eventually abduct Uh, but then she comes out of their house and she's in like a beautiful dress and she's got like long black hair with like likes and how you know period timepiece fashion and she like goes to like every whatever month she goes to a different town and she tries to find like the best suitor uh and then he she tricks him into coming home with him tries to have sex with him and it sometimes and like if she, and she I, I feel like she kind of automatically knows if he's pregnant or not because uh-huh. that's a part of the witch i guess uh-huh. and if she doesn't he she kills him oh, and she wow. tries again like next month or whatever uh-huh. uh so then it would be like we see that maybe happen once or twice in like the first third of the movie and then the rest of the movie would be her trying to get the, the new main, guy yeah okay and the new guy like he comes in on a train like he's a traveler or whatever and like he's <laughs> yeah. not he's not from like royal blood or anything he's just like a regular guy like yeah. a working class man um <clears throat> but he goes to this party because there's a party and he sees her walk in and everyone is just like oh who's that she's so beautiful and he's just like ew this woman's yeah. disgusting like yeah. and then it's like so they kind of have like not like a fight but like he he just doesn't see her as anything but she sees him as the only person who sees what she is so now she has to get him so like he there's like a little bit of a chase scene I imagine like she's trying to like put a spell on him and he's just immune to it so like they're fighting whatever and then I imagine like they're trying like struggling over something and then he rips off the amulet and then everyone sees her and everyone's just like, oh my god, kill her! So then oh she she in like she invokes the the brujeria and like there's smoke coming out of everywhere and like the demon god kind of shows himself and like she pushes everyone away so then she can run away, but then he follows her, and then, or maybe he doesn't, but he, somehow she's marked now because she's got the amulet. So then he goes back home wherever it is and like creepy shit starts happening like blood comes from the eyes of Jesus Christ on the wall like the the cross flips upside down like his bed gets like jumbles with nothing underneath it he starts dreaming vividly uh he almost jumps out of the window or he cuts himself off something and like makes a cross on his arm and like a whole number of weird influences yeah uh but then he realizes it's because he has an amulet so then he has to go confront her uh so then he eventually does and he he like does his best to like prepare himself with like verses from the bible and like you know his whole conventional way of trying to rationalize this stuff Uh until he gets there and he's just like book like this yeah. isn't working like he shows her the cross and he's and she's just like this is just a piece of wood like yeah. whatever yeah. uh and then he like she invokes again the spirit of the 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 main villain and he she tries to he she tries to attack him and the the demon either just like hesitates or doesn't do it and it's because we realize then that like they're born from the same blood yeah so then they have to fight physically and she's using like potions and powders and spells and he's kind of like fighting back 
Um, and then eventually he does get knocked unconscious or something happens. She wins. Uh, and then she rapes him, basically. Uh-huh. And then she knows that she's pregnant. So he, she keeps him locked up in, like, whatever. Her house. Some sort. You know, like, chained up to the wall. Uh-huh. Because her spirit, it can't hurt him. Only she can. So, like, again, he, she'll, like, cut things into his skin. Try to, like, get him to, uh, um, like, persuade him to love her. Like, uh-huh. like kind of like a love spell. But obviously it doesn't work because they're the same demon. Uh, and then nine months of this torture pass until she finally gives birth and i i don't know exactly how he would free himself or I feel something like a misery would happen kind of situation where he like waits for her guard to be down and then finds a either way. that or maybe he he takes a page from the trickster god and he like actually pretends to fall in love with her oh. and like you know passionate kiss even though she's gross and like they finally like make a baby and then like and then like he like he pulls the knife out from like behind him and like stabs her out like right after she's pregnant so like she bleeds out and she dies yeah and then he takes the baby and he like runs away and he's like all bloody and like cut and like uh uh like disgusting from the past nine months because he's been trapped forever um but then eventually he gets away and he brings a daughter uh and then like and like we can even jump to like five years later and he's on a train and he's just like whatever and then his little little daughter comes in with like little black pigtails and cute little dress, and she's like, "Daddy, daddy, you know, you know, we're going to this city, like we're in Mexico City or Guadalajara or whatever. Yeah. Are we gonna make a new life here?" And he's just like, "Yeah, we're we're never gonna leave. We're gonna be here. This is gonna be our home forever." Yeah. And she's like, "Cool." And then like you see her, like, look out the window, and then like in the glint of her eye, you see just like a hand reach out and come back. But what I thought that it skipped a generation. Yeah, it will. Because she's she she doesn't experience it. It's just inside of her. Okay. All right. Well done. Brujeria. The movie. The movie. I like it. You you lost me, but I like the torture aspect. I like the whole like the guy getting trapped in there. That, yeah. I feel like that's a super scary. <laughs> that could be super horrifying. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. It it's interesting to follow the villain for like. The, a little bit uh, for like a good amount of the yeah. movie so I, I, I'm sure it would be a million times better than La Llorona like <sighs> I don't want to talk about it because <laughs> I love that legend so much and the movie was no, so I disappointing know. it was bad but that's okay <laughs> it could be made better in the future I hope so yeah it's not probably not the fir- the last time we'll hear about it well I mean, it wasn't the first time no I know so. but like I mean motion picture wise yeah I mean yeah it wasn't the first time yeah yeah, you told me about the movie before. Yeah. Was that any good? I don't know. <laughs> My mom liked it. Okay. So. All right. Cool. What do you got? Um, Anything? I've got something much more grounded in reality. Uh, I, I always find those things are, you know, when it comes to exorcisms and demons and stuff, I think we both don't like it when it relies too much on religion mm-hmm. and such. But I'm not... I wasn't thinking really in the realm of spiritual things anyway. I kind of want to see a movie where society just crumbles and we follow like a family and for the first third of the movie, it's just their normal lives. Mm -hmm. And then you start seeing in current events, just things going south, governments crumbling. Um, It's gotten to the point where riots are happening all over the world um maybe this family is in the u.s where it's 
you know, the last place to, for it to actually happen. But I want to see a movie where there's just a lapse, a time lapse of just everything hitting the fan. Like stock market goes down, uh, police are on strike. Eventually, the government isn't protecting its citizens anymore to the point where the government is just like, we, we're like, no one is cooperating with us. We don't know like how else to do mm-hmm. what we're going to do. I was also thinking maybe including like a nuclear war kind of an yeah, aspect to it. I was going to gonna it. say, like, why does it, why does it end? Well, I was just thinking, or how? Because I don't know. I'm sure this, ha- this has happened for <clears throat> as long as, you know, we've been around, but just watching the news and seeing just a riot and, and, and protests happening in every country now, yeah. I, it only, it only made me think of how bad could it get yeah. before it's like, the just end. like the end and i it would probably take a flashpoint event of like someone nuking someone mm-hmm. and then just hurtling like all us bets. into yeah. the worst possible yeah and and then outcome. from then on like how you do you, how do you go about and it would also show how unprepared people are mm-hmm. in case anything ever happened like that yeah. um i my mind went to movies like the road have you ever seen the road with vigo mortensen um, it's like a post-nuclear mm-hmm. uh, world, post-nuclear war world, and he's just trying to survive with his son. And it's just like gray skies. He's like they're both like just covered like in dirt, never like finding food. Like they're literally just trying Scavengers. to survive. Yeah, everyone's dead. Like basically everyone's dead, and whoever's left is alive is just trying to rob, kill, or rape each other. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. Lawless land. Lawless land. And I'd, I'd want to see the transition of society to that. And just see a family try to survive and like in, post-apocalyptic in a world. post-apocalyptic world. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something that's always on my mind because of all the, I think, apocalypse movies yeah. and post-apocalyptic scenarios are kind of the thing now, along yeah. with superhero movies. What's your favorite apocalypse? Yeah, like it's like people things people talk about. It's yeah. like, oh, which natural disaster is going to take us out? <laughs> or, how do you oh, think the world's going to end? Yeah. Very soon. Um, but I definitely don't want it to be uh, like tomorrow, the day after tomorrow kind of a disaster movie. Yeah. I don't want there to be like, you know, mass <clears throat> deaths everywhere and buildings crumbling and stuff. I want to see it on a very grounded, kind of like The Purge, I guess, mm-hmm. but not just rationalizing it by being like, this is the one less day you can uh, do whatever you want. Well, less planned. Yeah. It's like it kind of just like happens out of nowhere. I want to see the, the horror surrounding people when everything that they've come to know That's will protect them and will be there for them is just taken away from yeah. them. And then they have to just... Fend for, themselves. Fend for themselves. No more fucking going to Costco. No more <laughs> calling nine one one when you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. It's literally like everyone outside is looting and killing people and doing whatever they want, and now you have to survive. And that's cool. Or maybe it, it doesn't even. Maybe like the the horror aspect could come of come from like the mystery of 
you turning on your TV one day and just seeing the emergency response thing and getting no explanation whatsoever. Yeah. And then you go into work and then everyone's like, did you see that in the, yeah. on the news? Like, like the TV was just like emergency broadcast. Yeah, my internet's not working. Mm-hmm. Like I, haven't, I was like trying to email a client earlier and it's just like, and then, did you hear that this person uh, got in a car accident and no one came to help him? Oh my God, I have to call my kid. And then just yeah. seeing like, like just that, just like the decomposition, going it, going of from downhill, like, like, like maybe we never get an explanation, or maybe we don't get an explanation until the very end. Yeah. I haven't thought that far ahead, but I, I, I am intrigued by the idea of just seeing what the every man would do yeah. in a situation where everything that was comfortable is no longer there. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, I also. This may not have been a similar idea, um, but I remember seeing like a really old like 60s or 70s sci-fi movie that was not super similar to this. It was more so like every uh, apocalypse that you could have imagined happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it turned out at the very end, it was aliens doing it. And it was like, we just wanted to experiment on your kind and see like what you would do or or how Uh how you would fare. Uh, but it was interesting at the end too because you saw on this side like the aliens looking outside of their spaceship and it was Earth and they were like alright let's let's see how Earth 36 is doing and they flip a switch and it's another Earth with another outcome with another set of human beings with another apocalypse and they're like oh this one's actually faring pretty well and then they flip to another one and it's another Earth sounds like a Twilight Zone episode yeah I, I yeah. might I honestly might have been but um like I remember it being like black and white and like the aliens were like just humans but in like clicks or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> um but uh it's interesting like it, it, it's true you know like you, we think about all these you know zombie apocalypse or you know uh volcanoes and hurricanes and you know what would happen or how would we fare or if you know a, a nuclear apocalypse or uh, what's that movie with um when uh, North Korea attacks us. Red Dawn? Red Dawn. Yeah. Like, you know, what would you do as a normal human being? Like, how would you survive? How would you take this without any training, without any thought that this would happen? If it just landed on your lap, what you would do? Yeah. Um, it also made me think of, like, The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. something just, like, world-changing, like a virus came yeah. out and, like, wiped but out the, half the of the world, But the big difference would, would be, do? like, there's a clear villain in that, or there's just, like, a clear cause. Yeah. Like, zombies. Now we have to... <clears throat> figure out how to kill zombies yeah virus i have to figure out how to survive that you know but this is just like the government has has just left has abandoned you to your own devices and now the people have to just and honestly that could happen because like if you think about the one percent the people who are super comfortable already if they just decided to take all their wealth and just like leave yeah or like not put anything back into their companies or even if they like what's called tesla created this home on mars and they just went to mars and they were just like all right bye we're just gonna be on mars forever now that could be the twist ending yeah, yeah. and then everyone on Earth, we just find out that the richest like all people the in the world is, all were just yeah, like went to the moon this. or the mars yeah they they find like some isolated part of the rainforest that people like would not be able to mm-hmm. get to and they're just like yeah they'll die out before they can even reach us here yeah. so let's just build a city in here yeah, and be it'll done. just be our thing They'll like kill them each other, and then we'll just like take whatever's left. Once well, on Mars, in the sky, underwater, yeah. just something that other people can't get to, like the poor can't get to. Yeah, there we go. Done. That's Movie. cool. Written. Done. Also terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wanted something that I, I feel like that, that the supernatural route is getting harder and harder yeah, to scare yeah. people. 
and something super hyper realistic. Hyper realistic <laughs> is the way to go to scare me at least. So I don't know. I was. But then how? But that's how it, it would end. Is like people are just in chaos, and the, the rich are just like, yeah, this is fun. Well, I mean, I would. Because I want some revenge. What I would want is uh, no. I want to keep it realistic. So it would no, no revenge. You know, no revenge possibly because revenge is realistic. Revenge is sometimes <laughs> realistic. Most times not. No, like that's true. Uh, the world isn't fair, and humans are garbage. So that is true. You know. So like. It, it would just be a good commentary on how things could like collapse. totally change and collapse. And and what would be interesting is like you would see people sort of try and stitch together governments or you yeah. know try um, to still be civil. Yeah, they would like do that as long as they could yeah. before one person was just like fuck this you guys don't know what you're doing i'm in charge now yeah and then they fight with another person and then before you know it it's just like the meanest like savage people yeah. are in control and like it's, it's anarchy yeah it's just no one's no one's there to, to enforce enforce laws. anything yeah so i don't know it, it could be it could be an interesting delve into um fuck into that chaos. man get your guns scary some places have guns, some places don't. Yeah, exactly. But if you have a gun, you have more power. You have more power. Yeah. Unless until that gun runs out of bullets. Yeah. Yep. That's cray. Yeah, I'm cray. <laughs> <laughs> but that was cool. I like that. That's really interesting. Yeah. That was just a half baked idea, though. Do you have one of your half baked ideas? We helped bake it. A yeah, we baked bit more. it a we little baked, bit. We flipped it over. Yeah. We baked it on both sides. Yeah, we put it at 250 <clears throat> when it's supposed to be at like 450. But That's it's still jump. It's simmering. It's simmering. It's still getting warm. We preheated the oven. <laughs> there we go. Cool. Gulp. What do I, you, what do I you like have? that? Um, so I had not so much a new idea. This was would also be like kind of like a remake, uh-huh. but like not really. Uh, I kind of thought I thought of like maybe putting like two movies together. Uh-huh. Uh, but I would love a reimagine. Let's call it a reimagining of the movie, The Others. The Others with Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman. Yeah, where her children were ghosts. Well, she was also a ghost. She was also a ghost. Yeah. Right. They and, all died. Yeah. Um. And the people they thought were ghosts were real people. Yes. Yeah, I remember that movie now. Yeah. So. How spooky. It was spooky. Yeah. It was very spooky. Uh, so the way I want to reimagine... Well, I'm going to go over, like, go through the whole story, and then I'll, I'll give you the twist at the end. Ooh. Uh, so, again, I kind of want to move away from the supernatural, move away from religion, and kind of make it more semi-realistic, but also scientific. Um, and it's funny. I'm going to tell you the uh, inspiration for this movie, and you're going to laugh. Um, but so I'm thinking of a, a, a sort of get out horror movie. It's, uh-huh. um, I don't think it has to be in like set in the 1920s or thirties or whatever it's movie is set in. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> uh, I can think, I think it, it can be, it can be now. And one of the things I actually like about it is electrical interference. So like you, you could have like a family doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter who's in it, father, mother, kids some sort of you know, family maybe like you know one an aunt and like two kids doesn't matter uh 
but like they're on the couch and like one day like this kid's on his tablet and like it's just like glitching and he's like what is this this is weird i don't like it and he's like i think my ipad's broken or whatever so then his mom's just like oh you know put it down let's you know let's, i guess for your influences sure is it countdown no thank god go on <laughs> no I'm, I'm literally gonna say it and you're gonna be like what <laughs> um so anyway they kind of like go out throughout their lives and then like literally there are like glitches in the matrix like this girl uh let's let's say the daughter like she's on her phone with her friend and she's like all right i'll call you later and then she puts her phone in her pocket and she goes to leave her room and she looks down at her desk and her phone's on the desk and she's just like she reaches her pocket and she's just like that's not where i put that so she puts it back in her pocket and then she leaves the room uh stuff like that you know um and and what I, i want it to be is everything that's like electrical so, like, let's say the, the dad's watching a newscast on TV, uh-huh. uh, and he, like, turns, he flips to, like, some, let's say, football, and it's, you know, blue jerseys versus white jerseys. And he looks away from the TV, he looks back, and it's red jerseys and green jerseys. And he looks down, he's like, I didn't change the channel, and it's, like, the same teams, they just switch jerseys. And I was like, that's weird. So, like, he, like, whatever. Uh, and, like, the mom, like, she's making a smoothie. Like, after her run, she comes home, and she puts the smoothie maker on. And, like, we can see it. Like, she puts, like, orange juice in the smoothie thing. And as it's whirring, it turns blue. And she's just like, what? I didn't... What is going on? So, like, little things going on like that. Back and forth throughout the movie, things get weirder and weirder and weirder. Can I guess your influence again? Yes. Is it Pleasantville? No. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Actually, that's a good one. Uh, I I tell you, you're never going to guess. (laughs) I got it. Is it Selena? <laughs> this bumper was pulled off. Are they boss? Are Salinas? So, right, go so they go through everything, and like eventually, so they eventually they call like the priest. They think it's holy. They they want to like bless the house. Eventually, they call like a demonologist. Like things are going crazy. Um, lights are go flickering on and off. They don't know what's happening. The TV goes to static and then like flips channels by itself. Like it gets spookier and spookier and spookier, and nobody can understand why. And I should mention it's it's happening specifically just in this house. Okay. Like they go to the next door neighbors and they're just like, "Hey, is there any problem with your Wi-Fi?" And they're like, "No, we're pretty good." Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, "All right, fine." So they go back to whatever, and then like the main crux of the movie, like the whole climax, would be nobody ever checked the basement. Huh. Because obviously it's spooky down there. So okay. they so they as a family they're just the, I like I feel like the dad would want to go down there one time. And he like he would like want to go down, and he'd be like, "Nah, I'll check it later." And then like eventually, throughout the entire movie, they like it. It's realized that no one has ever checked the basement, so they're just like, "Fuck, let's check the basement." So like they kind of go down, and like they don't expect really anything because it's, it's like, what do you yeah. what do you expect? So they've never been in the basement. No, 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 not the entire like the entire time of the movie, not like ever. Oh, I see. Okay, just like okay. while the crazy things are happening, uh-huh. they realize that no they one's just never and you can check the basement. And one of the things I have in my head is. You have the camera behind the basement door, and you have every character throughout the movie open it, look down, and then close it. Okay. And, like, let's say, you know, so they heard something from the basement, and, like, the daughter opened the door and is like, hey, like, whatever the brother's name is, is that you? And then, like, you'll hear her from the upstairs, and she's like, oh, he's up there. And she, like, slam the door and, like, go upstairs. Uh, so, like, eventually throughout Everyone the movie... Everyone gets close to open, going down. Going but down, but nobody ever does. Until finally, all five of them, or however many of the four of them, go down into the basement... And when they get down there, as they're going down the stairs, they realize they're stepping into hell, a different dimension. Oh! There's a dimensional warp within the basement, and they actually look around the corner, and it's the same family 
but like slightly different, performing a basically like a giant generator science project. And they're just like, you know, the dad is like some weird laboratory person. He's a mad scientist. Mad scientist, basically. And he's just like, I know this is going to work. And the, and the mother's just like, it's too dangerous. Like, it's taking too much power. You have to stop. And the kids are like, daddy, daddy, please stop. Like, what are you doing? And then they all look and they see the family and they just, and then the older, like the, the father figure is just like, it worked. And they're just like, who the fuck are you? Why are you in our basement? And he's just like, I created a dimensional rift in our house. And you are the other dimension. And then and then he's like, but it's not stable. Like if, you know, if I get locked in your dimension or you get locked in ours, once this generator turns off, we'll die. We'll blink out of existence. So then the the, the, the original um or the, the family that we've been following were just like, get the fuck upstairs, like, you know, get out of here. And they're just like, No, like you need to help us like solidify this. If you could stay in here, I could study you and I could like perfect this. And they're just like, dude, you're insane. And the mother's just like, I've been trying to tell him that for years. And like, he's crazy. But then he like pulls out a gun and he's just like, this is like my magnum opus. Like I've perfected dimensional travel. This could create ridiculous amounts of scientific, you know, breakthroughs. You know, what are you talking about? And like, they have like a mini fight and this little generator is like sputtering. And they're just like, get it to work if you want to do it again, but I'm not helping you. So then like they go to like run back upstairs, but he shoots the father in the leg. And then like, there's like a little bit of fight, a scuffle. Uh, and then before they're actually able to like attack each other, the generator shuts off, and then that's the end of the movie. Oh, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Do you want to know my inspiration? Is it Rick and Morty? No. Uh, is it Smart House, the Disney Channel? Movie? <laughs> no. Then what is it? I might have guesses. <laughs> is it Stuart Little too? Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What? At the very end, Why? they were they were interdimensional beings. Okay. Okay. So that's why I got my inspiration from. <laughs> so where does the horror aspect come in? All the technical stuff that's going on, it's all horror, it's all jump scares, it's all it's all in, it's all very unsettling stuff. Oh, well, I mean, once you got to the multidimensional stuff, I want to see more of that. Well, I, why? What else could we do with that? Well, I don't know. Um, Cuz at first, honestly, when I when you were telling me about all the glitches, yeah. I thought you were going to go with the like we live in a simulation and it's like fucking up. Yeah. Like it could totally go that way too. Like we figure like we figure out slowly throughout the movie that we do live in a simulation and whatever made the simulation like they're just like flawed creatures and didn't <laughs> think the program through and yeah. you know now our world is coming to an end because the program is mm-hmm. not flawless. Alter- alternate ending they do live in a simulation and everything's falling apart because there's no one to fix it because the, the uh, civilization that created the simulation died out. Because the civilization... Oh, okay. So like the frog people that created yeah. it died. And then they're trying, to, they're trying to just keep this thing going and it's automated, but it's obviously been so long since everything else has been updated that it's just deteriorating. Crashing, yeah. So then it deteriorates over the entire town and you just see at the very end it's just like a bubble of just their town and everything else is a wasteland. Yeah. Or Alternate it's just ending. black. Or it's just nothing. Oof. Alternate ending. That's a good one. Or alternate movie. Yeah. Oh, I mean. What else? Keep going. Uh, Roll uh, with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, but also, like, I, you know, what other spoopy things would you want to see with the interdimensional thing? Because that's, I feel like that would be a good way to end it. Because that would be like the, the super end. It would be, he created a, 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 a like a, a dimension machine 
but then like at the end when it shuts off we don't know who's in whose dimension and who lives and who dies mm. I mean that what, seems like that spooky seems other like things that seems happen. like well I don't know what spooky things would happen but like if like they would have to be things that really hurt the family or like you know are it's it can't just be like seeing different colors or things like appearing in different places like it would have to be something more meaningful or something that's really causing this family harm or you know like really messing with their lives for them to want it well to this be also over. so like i said this also it belongs in a contemporary universe right uh-huh. so they have automated doors automated windows so you know doors opening and closing at random windows opening and closing at random the mother putting in the code for you know the security system and then looking like looking away and then doors wide open and there's no alarm like things like that like obviously things that are not scary but very unsettling i think they escalate i think what you could do is since this is happening in the house in the other dimension you could see like maybe the dad looks a lot different or like he's the same person but he's like more disheveled yeah yeah and he's you know like got red eyes because he's working so hard Mm -hmm. and he's just angry and we'll see throughout the movie what looks like is a haunted house because the wife goes into the kitchen and the dad is like standing over the stove like breathing really heavy and then he just like turns around and then she's just like what the fuck and then she turns around and her husband's there and then she's Ooh. like, what, what, I thought you were there. but it, And it's because they're blinking in and out of each other's yeah. realities. That the dimensions. They're like, like, you see the little brother like run across the room and he's in summer camp or, some, or at school. And you're just like, why, why do I keep seeing yeah. the spirits of my family, my family here? that are still alive? Yeah. And then we find out that it's because we're living in two dimensions at once. Maybe. That could be cool. Yeah. I like that fourth dimensional split. Also, I was going to say... <clears throat> Like, if the wife goes into the kitchen and sees the husband, like, over the stove, like, breathing really heavy, and she's just like, are you okay? And he just looks at her, and all he does is just walk into the basement. Yeah. Like, back into his own universe or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, like, And then she, like, opens the door, and, like, obviously he's gone, and so she's just like, all right, I'll just leave you up. And then when she closes it, and yeah. that's like a def- like that's like the, the, like, nobody goes into the basement kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, I want to keep that till the end. But you would have to figure out how to keep it so no one checks the basement yeah because it would almost seem like if if you were watching a movie and a significant amount of time has passed and then towards the end someone's just like the basement (laughs) it's kind of like like takes you out of the movie as opposed to like maybe they have gone down to the basement before but like nothing's happened but they do something in their universe that makes the machine work yeah or like maybe the the mad scientist is giving them clues to like Help it's not going to work on this side unless you do this on, on your, your side. side yeah and once they do the things on their side the portal opens and that's when they go down and have the confrontation okay like and it could be something it doesn't have to be like you have to make a machine too yeah, yeah. it could be like you have um, to set your thermostat to this exactly right like exactly open this like one the, window the and spatial, this door. uh atmosphere in yeah. your <clears throat> house has to be exactly this in order for yeah. Ours has to be the exact same thing yeah. in order for it to open the rift or whatever. You know, like stuff that anyone stuff. could do. Dimensional math. <laughs> math. Don't math in there. Uh, yeah. That could totally work. That would be cool. I feel like 
someone's going to listen to this, someone that is a writer and is going to write all these, and we're not going to get credit for any of that. You better credit us. You guys. Give us the, what's it don't, called? The, the... Don't kill the golden geese, all right? If you steal these ideas and make a lot of money, we've got more. T- totally. So Listen to our podcast. <laughs> bring it in. Bring it in. <clears throat> we want those royalties, sucker. Yeah, boy. Uh, do you want to go over any more? Uh, I didn't go over a you second did, Yeah, one. do one more. All right, I'll do one more. Um, um, real quick, I couldn't get away from like the more grounded uh, movie. Yeah. So I was thinking, which is cool. I mean, because last time we talked about La Llorona and we talked about the witches, witches of Salem, yeah. and, which is kind of realistic, even though I, I, I gave it a little bit of a like a crazy twist. Yeah. And then the the little mini story with Andrea. Yeah. So like that one was a little bit more ethereal. I kind of feel yeah. like this one is a little bit more realistic. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely more of the scientific route or the more Science. societal route. I, and then our next year's episode will be something else. Uh, something with animals, where oh. they're just animals killing a bunch of people. Cool. I'm going to go with a bear. Super sharp. Thanks. I, I want to see a, a good pandemic movie. I Was that movie called Pandemic? The one with, um, with Matt Damon and Gwyneth Paltrow and a bunch of other people. Marion Coyotard. She was an inception. What? <laughs> I forget. Uh, so there was. I mean, there was there there was a pandemic. There was multiple pandemics. Movies. But there was a. All right. So. What was the one you were talking about? With the. It's got Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, the French lady from Inception, who I can't pronounce. <laughs> whose name I can't pronounce. Uh, <clears throat> when, do you know when the movie came out? Two thousands. I don't know. I'm gonna say 2000. Contagion. Contagion. That's what it was. That movie felt like a missed opportunity. It was pretty boring. It was. It was re- like. Do you remember it? Yeah. Like it was like really like. And even when they backtracked enough and found actually like the actual cause of it, I was just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Gross. And I thought that they focused on the wrong thing. I mean, yeah, finding the cure is important and all, but it really did just drag after a while. Yeah. And I want to see some some pandemic movie movie where it's just the worst disease ever <laughs> and we see it really Take destroy it society yeah. because from that from contagion they did everything in their power like like it was super realistic in that yeah. they were like the world health organization yeah. cracked down and stopped it and quarantined everyone that needed to be quarantined and we had the drama because you know it was a family mm-hmm. who's mom died and then like everyone was getting sick so they had to be quarantined yeah, and they weren't sure like if who was, was sick was, yeah had like a, a vaccine or anything yeah i want to see some end of the world shit where just like this thing is spreading more rapidly than anything has ever spread and just like it's airborne it's, it's waterborne yeah. it's bloodborne yeah and maybe we figure out that it is man-made like someone was just pissed at the world and wanted to end it like resident so, evil style like he just yeah. like threw the vial and yeah. he just like psh, went yep. everywhere exactly or he had like a calculated distribution system of like i'll put it in the water supply here and then i'll put it in the air over here and then like a very like send it up in a rocket attack. and like into the atmosphere yeah yeah and like <clears throat> maybe like on the fourth of july or something and then people never noticed that it's it was actual... in it was in every single yes. rocket Every yes. single one, and so it just spreads like wildfire. That's what and it's you just firework. That's the name of it. <laughs> fires, and um, yeah, it just 
I want to see some sick people. <laughs> I want to see <laughs> like some vomiting sick... blood in the street. Yeah, and like deter- like bodies deteriorating and stuff. Like, like it ravaging people. And and I want to see what the world would do in a crisis scenario where they have to find a cure, but they weren't able to catch it in time. Mm-hmm. And it so everybody out. dies. It wipes out most of the world's population. Is there people who are like immune to it? Yes, as as there always are. Oh, but, okay, but um, there's some mutated strain. But there are people that they were able to save that aren't immune to it. Those would be like most of the survivors, mm-hmm. and we only like we figure out that only like point oh 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 one percent of the world's population is immune to it, and it's only because the mad scientist that did it couldn't figure out how to get everybody and he was just like it's just genetically impossible yeah. there's always going to be people immune to stuff even the super virus yeah. can't affect everybody yeah. maybe we find out that the guy who made it is like the lead scientist that's been trying to find the quote-unquote cure and then once ev- all is said and done and like billions of people have died he's just like i really just wanted to get the population down and no one would listen to me so i oh, had shit. to take action in my own hands <laughs> And now that everyone, now that we have saved the planet, whatever yeah. his motivation is, like now we can start anew. And everyone's just like, "Are you fucking crazy?" Boom. Yeah, the bing, revenge. Bing, bing, revenge, bing, bing. <laughs> and then you'll get your revenge yeah. on that in that movie. What if he found a way? I don't think this is scientifically possible. But what if he was able to somehow keep the, like the people who are quote unquote immune have a specific IQ level of above a certain number? So like he kills everybody else, and he's just like, now that we are the best and brightest of the world, we can reshape the world in our image. Yeah. And then they're all they're also just like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Or maybe he'll plan it in a way so he can get specific people help in time, mm-hmm. or yeah. make sure that they're able to get into these safe zones mm-hmm. before it gets them. And he's just like planned. Or maybe he does have the vaccine or the cure, and he only he gives it to people very like. Methodically, Sadly. yeah, maybe he's just like you need to survive. Yeah, <laughs> blow, blow ah, that. What the what the hell is that? It was the cure. It feels like an antidote of some sort. <laughs> they need to use more, uh, more, more blowguns. <laughs> I think so too. Blowguns are blow the most are under uh, underutilized weaponry <laughs> we have. They're very short range. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a blow dart. <laughs> I feel like Nerf came out with one recently, honestly. Really? No, no that could have been like a, an SNL skit, though. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that sounds like an SNL right? skit. Right? I think yeah. so. That's funny, though. But yeah, that's cool. I like... I mean, the last couple of times we saw, like, pandemic, contagion... Um, I mean, like, World, World War Z, like, you know, 28 Days Later, like, viruses, like, destroys a large part of humanity. Um... But they were, I mean, they were horror movies, I feel like, maybe not so much uh, Contagion, but I really do enjoy seeing, like, top-down what governments would do, who they would choose to save, like, you know, obviously saving the, um, like, the whole ethical dilemma of, you know, saving the chosen few or letting lots of people die, like, you know, that like that back and forth. Uh, would be, it's really cool and very interesting, um, making it, I, I, I feel like the villain would need to be changed. I don't... I think we've seen, you know, humans are a virus on the world and we need to, you know... That uh, motivation. Yeah, that motivation with a couple, like, too many times. Uh, so I would like to see some sort of different, maybe, twist. Maybe a personal one. Like, he was 
he had a loved one in an emergency that needed care and because there were so many people that needed care he was like they, she, she didn't they get, never got seen yeah. so they died yeah that one my wife and child as both a tear died. rolls down Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> he's my mad scientist <clears throat> And he's like he's like super likable throughout the whole movie, Until and the he's very like end. saving people left and right, and he's like the guy that's fucking doing the deed and saving people and curing them and like treating their illnesses. And then like maybe we'll fo- we'll follow like a like a guy who's slowly uncovering it throughout mm-hmm. the movie, and then at the end he's just like. You know, you never told me where you first were when this happened, and then you know he starts just like, well, well, I got this and I got this, and he's just like. Well, you had to figure it out somehow, and I've been the one that released it because I uh, needed, and my person died, and the blah blah blah. Benedict Cumberbatch credits. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, to be completely honest, the best thing that could happen to this world is a giant purge. Well, I mean, but that's what Thanos thought, right? Well, he's he said the universe. Yeah, the entire universe. I don't know if there's anybody out there. Well, we don't know. There's anybody out there. There has to be someone out there, David. Someone? Just one? Just one person. He's on time. He's like, hi. (laughs) Hi, it's me. (laughs) Is there anybody out there? You guys guys coming? What? It's so cool over here. (laughs) It's not like Korg. Hey, it's me. I'm Korg. I'm Korg. It's me. I made a rock so I cannot die. I don't need oxygen. So, he's calling me a dickhead again. It's New Master 69. Uh, well, that's all that's, I got. That's what we got. That's the end of this episode. Good we job, guys. You did it. You made it. We did it. Thanks for, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, so, yeah, if you if you have any horror film fantasy half-baked ideas that you want fully fleshed out by George and myself, please leave us a comment, a share, or, or an email. Uh, you can reach us at relativelysubjective at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are at RelSubPod. Tweet us. Give us, hey, give us a, a two-minute horror, st- a two-sentence horror story. Yeah. And then we'll flesh it out. Or yeah. or not. Yeah. Uh, Instagram and Facebook at Relatively Subjective. Uh, we want to hear your... We want to hear your thoughts. We want to we want to hear your innermost thoughts and secrets about movies and horror. Tell us and your everything. secrets. Yeah, come play with us, Danny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah, we love that you listen to us. We love you. We and, love you. Uh, we we hope love you. Call your mother. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Okay. See you later.